Yo, yo, ha ha, yeah. You have now entered squared circle 101. You got your man, the Titalian Stallion, aka Sunnyill up in here. Now with me is the only man banned from Alcohol Anonymous because Jameson is a sponsor. Not even allowed in the building anymore. My man, shoot it. How you doing today, brother? Man, you know what it is, man. Just over here looking for another sponsor, man. Jameson, come on, claim us, baby. You know you want us. You hear the show. We hear you talking. That's right. Hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or on Instagram at Squared Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Man, let's get the start of the champions here, baby. And don't forget to download that Squared Circle app available in Google Play and iTunes. Now that I'm feeling good, pumped, and hype, let's talk about feeling even better with the best three years running. That's IamRCF.com. This is CrossFit. This is wellness. This is fitness. If you want a body like my man Shooter, you can either pay for it, like with steroids or an imprinted <laughs> t-shirt, or you can show up and do the two-week free trial if you're in Western Washington. Because pretty soon, we're going to be offering this trial outside. Excuse me, outside of Washington, because they're expanding and getting bigger, just like our brand is getting bigger. They support the show. We support them. Make sure you check them out. Do the two-week free trial. See what you got, man. I mean, pretty soon, if, if we don't go viral, he's going to go viral topless. So one of the two is going to happen, and you're going to see the results. And find out what we got. You First of all, we're gonna go viral regardless, man, That's because right. we got a, we put out a great product on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, actually, man. So it's not if, but it's when. Oh, I don't know. That's right. Episode is that fifty seven? Fifty seven. Fifty seven, baby. Chin down. Yeah. <sighs> JB Smooth. Oh man, you know I gotta work out after this too, but anyway. What's your risk? It's a uh, RCF. I love that place, man. We're uh, actually getting ready for my first competition, man, next month. Okay, so, okay. yeah. But anyway, is man, this that's a friendly competition. Uh, yes, this will be. You know, you don't do west. friendly competitions. Not at all. I'll probably at end all. up cussing my teammate out. Can't even play spades or dominoes with you. That's every black person. You can't play spades or dominoes without a given competition. Uh, I've, I've played. I've had some fun games with some brothers. I'm scared to play you. I feel like we would have to have a metal table because you're getting so buff. I have cussed people out over. Uh, uh, what is that? That game where you flip the oh, go fish. Go, yeah, yeah, I've, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's about heads up, right? <laughs> heads up, yeah. yeah no, I saw it, it. Shut up. Anyway, make me feel even better, baby. All right, man. So real simple, real sweet. Legacy is built during the unseen hours. Hmm. Okay, I like that. I like that. So, um, go to the gym every day, do my CrossFit thing. But even once I do my workout there, I usually stay after or I come in earlier to work on the things that help me get better. And especially for this competition, because you can't, you don't just show up, you don't just show up to practice, you don't just show up to the games and think that that's all there is. Um, one of the stories that I actually reposted on um, on Facebook, not our Facebook page, but it's on my personal Facebook page, um, it was talking about how Jason Williams from Duke, you know, yep. the guy who got injured when he um, when he went to the Chicago Bulls yep. after the motorcycle accident that he had, and he talked about how you know it was his first time playing the Lakers with Kobe. And then um, he was like, "All right, I'm out work Kobe tonight." So he shows up to he shows up to the gym a few hours before anybody was supposed to be there, and Kobe's there <laughs> already already working and showing him not even showing him but just out there working. And so he says he goes there, watches him a little bit, but he goes and works out and he finishes his workout later. And then Kobe's Kobe still, still out there shooting. And then he said Kobe dropped like 40 or 50 on him that game, mm -hmm. though, too. But he was just like, Kobe said, he's like, I'm out there because I knew you'd be out there. So 
and we all know how Kobe is with his legacy right there. So what's that quote one more time? Legacy is built during the unseen hours. It's the stuff that you do behind the scenes that will make you better. See, this is what I'm going to start telling these ladies. Look, when I go in there and I lock the door, I'm just practicing. I'm practicing for you because I put it down and you know I do. And you wonder where the skills come from because legacy is built in these hours. That's unseen, right? It's kind of like how Batman was made. It's a little similar, just more towels involved. I, uh, more say. towels and More towels involved. And socks. Know you know, <laughs> a, third, a third of the cost, anyways. But let's get this started, baby. The oh, champ is man. here. Hey, man, we got a beautiful upcoming weekend for you guys. That it's, I love, I love when we have too much yeah. to talk about, man. So we're actually gonna cut a lot of stuff out, but at the same time, is we're still gonna bring a lot of stuff to the table. So now I always like to say the champ is here, but the champ got defeated. We didn't even talk about this fight last week because it kind of went under the radar with this. But Shinake Shinsuke Yamanaka. The longest, look up his rec real quick. He was the mm. longest reigning title holder. I want to say. I wish you would have told me about this because one, I don't know I how just to spell that. You. Spell it for me. Spell it for Y-M-A-N-A- me. Y M A N A. Y M A N A K E. N A K E. Yamanake. Right? up. Shinsuke. 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 Shinobi. Anyways, he went against Luis Neri. Now, this one kind of slid under the... should have his name. I could find him better. That oh, uh, Luis. Spell uh, is... Sound it out. Luis. Yeah, his last okay. name. N-E-R-Y. N-E-R-Y? Yeah. Luis Neri, underdog from Mexico, against... Shemince? What's his name? The longest reigning... Bantamweight? Shinsuke Yamanaka. Shinsuke, yes, yeah, that's Yeah, that's why you first, well, one, you spelled his name wrong okay. terribly. And then, um. Well, that's your job to get it correct. That's why I'm here for. Anyways, what's the weight class? Am I right, Bantamweight? So this is Bantamweight, okay. yeah. Longest reigning Bantamweight in history for boxing. To and how, hold long, the how title. long was that? I want to say 10 years. I could be wrong. So let's see. It's probably eight, because 10 would seem, well, Let's well, go ahead for 20, well, it so. looks like when he uh, for when he fought for the ja- uh, the Japanese bantamweight title, mm-hmm. or let's say no the WBC, WBC bantamweight World. the WBC World bantamweight title it looks like it was in 2011. Was, okay, six years. So that's going to be the longest reigning one for the bantamweights. They haven't been anymore. That I do know for a fact, and it, it flew under the radar for us. We didn't even cover it, and then I g- come across an article that he lost the fight. So I really want to go back and watch this fight and see how he lost it because this man was in the top 10 pound-for-pound pound list right before the Sergey Kovalev-Andre Ward rematch. Yeah, so he was well, it looks like uh, Louis, Louis Neri, the dude who he fought, he was 23-0 at the time. In, okay, uh, with okay. 17, young dog. With, yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> with 17 knockouts. Uh, That's a good legit loss then. Yeah, they were both southpaws. I kind of wish I would have saw this. Okay, well, maybe we should do a take two and uh, go back and watch the fight. We gotta. We have to go watch the fight because, especially since you just told me about it, we have a Japanese fighter and then we have a a Mexican fighter. That's a lot of action. That's that. Of I, course, I we expect, apologize I for it. being a little late behind this because I've seen a couple of the other shows cover it, and it's okay because I know most of you guys listening probably never heard of either one of these two guys. But now this is your chance to learn with us. This is why this is the one on one. These are the lessons. This is the learn. This is kind of like accepted, you know, where where the student is the teacher at the same time. Because I'm a student of the game, I'm a student of the show, I'm a student of life, baby. And I just kind of learn on the fly, that's how I've learned everything. 
and we're going to learn how to make not make these mistakes again. And we're going to go back and watch this. We're going to make them again, but at the same time, we're going to make them far and few in between. We'll whole, <laughs> no, we're going to make whole new ones. We'll make whole new ones. We'll make the same one twice, that's for sure. One of my we're gonna favorite go back quotes, and cover Ron Swanson, never half-ass one thing, whole-ass. Never <laughs> half-ass a lot of things, whole-ass one thing, man. So if we're going to do it, okay. let's do it. I like that. That's a good quote. That's a good quote to live by. So we'll check it out. And we'll, and we'll give you more detail on that one. We'll probably we'll put it on Facebook. We'll put a copy of the fight with some comments in there on what to, on what to watch. Because this man was in discussion for top 10 pound-for-pound fighters just, just this year. So now he's got his first loss on there. We got a new champion at Bantamweight. So this is going to be good for Luis Neri. The only thing is for Shanike... I'm sorry, what was his name? First name? Oh, hold on. Uh, Shinsuke Yamanaka. For Mr. Shinsuke... Because you're in a smaller market like Japan, it may be a little harder for you to get that rematch, even though you're entitled to it, because you just lost the WBC title to Luis Neri, who most likely is an Hispanic fighter fighting out of Mexico. Yeah, correct. Where they're based. So, if you do fight him again, it ain't going to be in Japan for sure. If anything, hopefully we might see you on an Inoue card or maybe a Chocolatito card. Who knows? But your fight is hopefully not over. I want to see you get that title back. If not, I want to find out if this was all out action and if we need it again. It had to be had because to be, right? both of these guys had a high, high knockout ratio. So you got he's a small dude you know, too. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm, lo- um, I'm loving. So it. now Lewis Neary is 24 and 0 with 18 knockouts, and you got Shinsuke. He's 27 and 1 with 19 knockouts. So. That high knockout ratio with those little guys, these guys are putting people down, man. So I definitely want to – I'm kind of mad that you got to me late about that. Hey, I didn't get it too late. I told you about it before this. You got to it late, sir. This is – You're the one who wanted to put Baywatch on and watch that before we did the show. We could have been watching this fight. How dare you? How dare you? I actually kind of dug the movie, though. The Rock is an American icon and possibly the next president, and Zac Efron killed it again, just like <laughs> But you got a man crush on Zac Efron. He has a man crush on me. But now let's talk about some more all-out action, or at least someone who's known for all-out action had to call it quits. A man, Shane Sugar Shane Mosley. Now, this is a fighter that I wanted to retire a while ago, right? I want mm-hmm. him to retire maybe. He should have never fought Canelo. After Pacquiao, he should have been done, personally. And he had four or five fights after that. Now, he wanted to fight as long as Bernard Hopkins into his fit up to 50 years old, like his good friend Bernard Hopkins, who we'll talk about a little bit more too, and forced him to retirement because he had a surgery go wrong. And, like it, and the doctor basically admitted the wrongdoing, and he ended up getting like an infection just to learn that he could never fight again. Now, if Sugar Shane was higher up in boxing, I would scream conspiracy. But this is for your own good. You should be, you should have been retired already, and it's a shame that it's under these circumstances specifically. You, I mean, especially in the sport we're in. Well, no, I'm not even gonna say the sport we're in. That's disrespect. I'm gonna say in every sport. Period. You're gonna want to. I want everybody and every athlete to go out on their own terms. Mm-hmm. So you never want any outside interference when it comes to things like that, and especially if it's a doctor's fault, somebody that you entrust your life and your livelihood with. When it comes to, you have to use your body to basically get to to sustain and get to that next level when it's placed out of your hands. One of my favorite, one of my biggest pet peeves and one of the things I hate, the feeling I hate is not being in control. So I was just about to say that because as someone who has laced up before and been in the fight, I always get that itch. It's always in the back of my head, but I'm a little smarter to know 
I don't want to walk into Andy Gym and just challenge one of these young up-and-coming fighters who train on a regular basis. I don't want to go into a bar and take five shots and be like, hey, tell this dude to buy me some juju beads. Yeah. I don't want to do that because I know. But at the same time, that itch is always there and I sometimes I can't scratch it. So to not even have the option to go out on your own terms can make it even worse. Now, I kind of went out on my own terms because my life path just went different ways. That's just mm -hmm. how it was. This was his career and life path was boxing, and he just couldn't let it go. His son is a pro fighter right now. So yeah. for just to have it taken away from you, even though he should have called it quits already, this can psycholo psychologically damage an already damaged guy because yeah. he didn't want to quit when he should have. He's already got his... His, his legacy is slightly tainted because of the Balco scandal. Admitted to the PDs with the second robbery of De La Hoya. Um, the second robbery? Yeah, he, he lost both times, man. You I, think he lost, so? I, he lost both those times to De La Hoya. I don't care what nobody says. He lost both those fights. It was great, exciting fights. You know, great, exciting fights. He's been in the ring with some of the best. Winky Wright. Oh, uh, he's... Bernie, no, Bernie he's... Forrest, Oscar he's, De La Hoya, he Manny Pacquiao, the, Canelo Alvarez. Yeah, besides the... Look, there's three highlights on Mayweather, and he's one of them. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. one of them, second round. And that's and it. And then he got cleaned up after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he got but mopped like, up. He got mopped no, up. No, but yeah. um, he's guaranteed Hall of Fame, yeah. even, re besides the, even besides the Balco scandal and all that. Yeah. 49 and 10, 40, uh, 41 knockouts. <sighs> and then so we'll just, I mean, let's his last, he through, lost. Man. This is the year of retirement. We've What started off as the year of body snatchers, mm -hmm. is, it just shows that we're, at least me and you are getting older. Because a lot of the guys now that I grew up with... Yeah, watching are calling it quits. Calling it quits. And some have been retired. Some are finally retiring. Yeah. Some are getting indi inducted into the Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame, which we'll discuss. This is crazy. This is crazy how you know life will always continue to move on, just like the sport. And it will continue to evolve as well as we see new life come out. But one of the great things you said is, you know, whether it's we're getting a little bit older... You take care of the sport, the sport will take care of you for the most part, right. if you can. You respect it, and then hopefully you have a career where you can last as long as Sugar Shane Mosley and make some money and be able to go hey, out. Hey, I bet you he wished he didn't, he, he didn't give up his cut in Golden Boy to fight Pacquiao now. Yeah, of course not. Probably no. not, probably not, right? No. He's like, damn. Hey, but, that's, hey, but that's why Bernard Hopkins is right in there talking about, right? hey, I'll, I'll take that spot. I'll take that spot. Now, he was already in there. Him, It was yeah. uh, Bernard, Shane, and Oscar. They started it. Golden Boy had the bigger name. Golden Boy Promotions became the name. But we will soon see Sugar Shane Mosley in the International Boxing Hall of Fame. But let's talk about the Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame. Established in 2012 by Rich Mar Mariotta. Um, new president this year to Michelle Corrales-Lewis. If you don't know who that is, because you probably don't, he, she is the widow to the late great... Diego Chico Corrales. If you it's don't nice, know who that nice, is, that's a nice shirt you got on there too. Thank you, sir. It's just a coincidence. My man, my man, Sonny Ill is hey. right now rocking a Diego Corrales T-shirt. He's my favorite fighter of all time. If you don't know who he is, just look up Corrales Castillo, and it is probably in the top five of best boxing fights. Just matches. When ever. you talk, when you talk fight of the year. And you see the montages, whether it's on HBO, Showtime, or ESPN, whatever. That's huge. That's going to be in there ninety percent of the yeah. time when it's talking about fight of the year. If it's not one of the first couple of clips, the montage. That's they'll in take there. a montage and break it down to three minutes. This is a twelve-hour montage. Yeah. This is nonstop action. Yeah. So, like, if you don't know about boxing and you're learning from the one on one, just look up Corrales Castillo. I guarantee you will be entertained, and you'll 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 have a tear at the end of the fight because it's that well, beautiful. Well, kind of. 
I understand what you're saying, but if you're new to this boxing thing, don't look it up until you've seen enough boxing because if this is where you set your bar at, oh, everything yeah, 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 is yeah. that you that set the bar, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that going to set your that. bar way too high. Okay, what you do is <laughs> you watch that fight, then watch the Klitschko Joshua, and yeah. you should even out. You should even out. You should uh, even out. The, no, not the Klitschko Joshua, the Klitschko Tyson Fury. No, that's going to balance it out for sure. Because yeah. if you think boxing is going to be everything like the Castillo, uh, no, I feel like I might just, I, I just might have set everybody up for disappointment with what's coming up next weekend now. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure we're going to watch a slap boxing match since uh, since we have some things to discuss there. But the Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame established 2012. They just got their most recent inductees. Now, some of these names you've heard of, and I know you've heard of my man Shooter. We're talking about Thomas Hitman Hearns, yep. Eric. El Terrible Morales. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Salvador Sanchez. Why he's not in there already? One of the most, probably the best Mexican boxer well, ever who died your, too young. Your first two names you can actually find in our uh, KTFO section. No, our, right. F, our FOTY. Both our sections, fight, actually. Yeah, our fight of the year. So both of those have, guys have been, have gotten the, not even just the nomination, but have gotten the nod and on the fight Michael of the year. Michael Spinks also holds a record, getting knocked out the fastest <laughs> in one round. And the next is one that you've probably never heard of. The Little Hands of Stone, Michael Carbajal. This was my favorite. This is probably one of my favorite boxers when I was, uh, I was about the age of, uh, I want to say, 9 or 10. Okay. The Little Hands of Stones. I got a couple of his autographs, a couple of pictures with him. Great fighter. And he was a small guy, too. And they call him Little Hands of Stones because he was knocking everybody out. And that's, that's impressive when you got a small guy doing it, for sure. Who else we got in there? We got Richie Sandoval, Leon Spinks. This is a great one. Lucia Riker. If you guys don't know who Lucia Riker is, if you're an MMA fan, you probably know who Lucia Riker is. She is probably one of the best female boxers ever. She's also currently a striking coach for almost every female MMA fighter you think of. Uh, let's just right off the bat, we'll say Chris Cyborg and uh, Ronda Rousey. Those are two right there to name. That who she's striking coaches, and I guarantee she's also striking coaches for men. So for her to be the first female in this Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame, Located at UNLV, Thomas and Mac, if you want to check it out. Make sure you tell them that Sonny sent you, and you'll enjoy it. And then Ken Norton also got in there, Ralph Yale Garcia. And so these are new inductees? For the Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame. This is just in Nevada. Okay. This is a history started there in 2012. Okay. Uh, the International Boxing Hall of Fame, you got Mar- Marco Antonio Barrera went in there this year, and so did Evander Holyfield. But we're talking about the Nevada ones, because what's going on in Nevada right now is probably one of the biggest spectacles that we'll see in our lifetime ever. Ever. And I would put money on it that our kids' kids will not have a spectacle event this big with this much trash talk involved, considering that we're moving to this PC world. Would you agree or disagree? Not in the fighting world. Not in the fighting world, Not in the fighting world. I don't think... um, Well, no, no, no. I'm saying is it could happen as much... The PC, that's going to be for football. That's going to be for basketball. Trash talk is what's necessary and what's needed to sell the fights, whether it's MMA, UFC, or boxing. So the trash talk is always going to be there. As far as the money, I don't think there's going to be another polarizing figure no. um, to where who's going to be able to two, hold it. two polarizing figures, because usually there's always one selling the fight. This is a perfect storm of, of both of them. Um, when you get two people at the height of their careers, well, not even Mayweather at the height of his career, but you know somebody like Conor McGregor. Here. Before you get into these guys at the height of their careers, I want to talk about... This investment I was thinking about. I saw this little uh, this little clip that if you go to facebook.com forward slash square circle 101, you'll see it on there. And I'm thinking about investing in becoming a fight manager. If you go on there, there's this nice little video. This kid's 11 years old, right? 
He's a Muay Thai fighter, a professional Muay Thai fighter. So if you think you got problems, if you think you got problems. Or you have a rough, or you live in a rough neighborhood. Try, hey, Canelo turned pro at 13. Hey, Canelo, try turning pro at six or seven. <laughs> and then the fight you win only gives you food for a month. Guess what? You got to take two, three months off before you fight again. You still going to be starving for another two months. Go to facebook.com forward slash square circle 101 to check this out. It's the, is, the village of Isan in Thailand. They produced more Muay Thai champions than any other village in Thailand. Now. I think they said even mom, the world. In the world. So. In the entire world. So, they need a fight manager. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to let them know that, hey, hey, I'm here to support you. I'm going to make sure we don't build nothing new there. I, I got to keep it gritty and rough and raw. This is what lost Adrian Broder the fight. And I'm going to help them invest better. So it's either I'm getting soft or you're just a grimy dude. Because when I what? first saw this, when I first saw this, it was it was really really heartbreaking <laughs> to me, man, to watch it. it I can it say because I'm half I'm half Thai. So <laughs> this is a country now that if you go to prison, you can fight your way out of prison with consecutive wins in Muay Thai. How many guys just think it, what the crime level is at that point? Because if just if you're a tough street fighter and already a Muay so, Thai fighter. And you go to prison? Oh yeah, it ain't, it ain't nothing. I see what they got. So just watching, just this watching this. It, it's one of those things that you got. He told you where it's at on uh, Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle One Hundred One. These Thai fighters. This yeah. kid's eleven years old. He's mm-hmm. literally fighting for basically a thousand U.S. dollars yeah. for his village, mm-hmm. and that's more than 50, what. Fifty thousand baht. That, yeah, that's more than what most people in there making a year. So we got a whole village riding hey. on this kid fighting hey. and trying to win. I'd fight him for a thousand U.S. dollars and probably lose. And probably get probably get worked because yeah, one he's already short and he's whether he attacks your legs it's gonna be a wrap. Oh, for oh you, it's master. a wrap! It's a wrap because you know at eleven years old you know his his shins is like is gonna be like hard wood almost like metal almost it's gonna be like hard wood it's probably numb he probably killed the nerves already and it's interesting it, you know I always liked watching young fighters train and work out because it's the next generation it's inspiring and it also shows to me that that the legacy moves on in, in terms of the sport itself. But it's one thing when, when I'm, even if I'm just in an inner city gym, right? We'll, 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 we'll say some inner city gym in Philly. We'll say Johnny Taco's gym in Vegas is a closed down gym where a lot of top fighters went, but it was in place. They never really remodeled it, so it always looked old and run down. If you're at one of these gyms and you see the young, it, we was at the Tacoma Boxing Club even watching these young cats run around. It was inspiring, but it's different because they had Nikes on. You know what I'm saying? They, they was having fun with each other. And and then when it was time to go to work, it was time to go to work. Go check it out because this kid is all business. All jokes aside, this cat's all business. And, it, and when you watch it, it makes you appreciate definitely what you have. And even for a guy like me who sometimes I feel like life's too hard, life's all over me, why me? It, it lets me know that, you know, it, it could be worse. It could be worse, you know? It could be a lot worse. I could be using my kid... In there to fight for money, and if she was good, I'd probably do it. You and know on what I'm a lighter, and on a lighter note, right under that article, we got David Haymaker Hay actually perfecting the McGregor challenge. Oh, he did, he, he did it with the mitts. He did it with the mitts. So, uh, so make sure you guys check that out too. Hey. So it, it's it's Look, a gorgeous thing to watch. It's, it's hilarious. Uh, horrible choice to do on your media day. But everybody doesn't realize it is necessary to keep your arms loose. You got to do something like that, but you don't do that in public, no, man. No, check Come this on, out. bro. Check this out. It's like dancing I, with I, your hands I, in the air. That's the thing that was had me funny uh, that I laughed about 
watching the McGregor thing is because I'm like, I understand what he's doing, but not in public. But not you're right. It's like, I, not like, in public. I understand. Come on, man. Not in public. It's like, it's like Britney Spears. <laughs> when you're bumping her, if you had to stop, like, you're going to roll the windows up a little bit. Okay? <laughs> you won't let it blast out everywhere. You yeah, don't, don't let everybody know. You don't, don't let, let everybody, everybody know. know. I understand why you do it, but I appreciate the entertainment now because now it's coming. But David Hay, I think he nailed it. And I don't know if anybody could do anything else funnier. Go to facebook.com forward slash square circle 101 and check it out. Now, since we're talking about the spectacle of an event, Maymac, so Polly Malignaggi is wants to fight McGregor now in a uh, winner-take-all bout. Um, I think he needs to let that go because now he's starting to make himself look bad. The thing about it is, I know you've seen the tapes of them. Yeah. Well, the clips they've released. The clips, the clips they have released. Um McGregor did give it to him a little did bit, man. Like, yeah. So no, McGregor did put yeah, some hands yeah, yeah, yeah. on him. And actually, and Pyle little... looks a little flabby, man. He's been retired for a minute. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I been, so been... why are you making excuses for your hey, man? He's been eating some. I, look, I understand, he's been but eating hey, linguine, no, no, a little stingy. No, don't make excuses some... for him. You decided to be a sparred partner. You know what you look like. You went in there with an MMA fighter, and you was like, ah, uh, he's boxing. He can't handle it. Mm-hmm. And you got. I'm not gonna say you got worked, but you definitely got your hands put on them. So, so don't make excuses. Is we'll do the eye test. Look, Just look at their faces. Look. Who got the black eye? Who doesn't? Right. Probably mm, Malmazi didn't look good either. Yeah. But at the same time, it's what um, talking about. What you can't make excuses if you're in there. No, there's no excuses you once you're in there. Now, one of the things I hope everybody looked at when they see these tapes, there's a moment, not right before, not the push down or whatever they want to call it, but Molly, when Polly came in and had his head down. McGregor took a step back with his left hand and switched stance and had like three or four or five little taps in the face. Those are those little things that he needs to do to frustrate Mayweather to get lure him into a brawl, the one thing nobody can do. So we'll see what goes out of that. A man has zero one. wins, zero losses, and zero draws. It doesn't matter what he does. But you know what Somebody's I am Somebody's got to you go. Know, you know what's really funny? Is that I would actually be more excited for a McGregor Polly Malignaggi fight than I would this Mayweather. If they if they were to do it, we need to do this like Rocky Three. There needs to be no refs, no judges, just doghouse rules. That's the way I see it. Uh, hey, doghouse. Because I, I would, there's I would, no point in fighting money for money for at this point because there's no way Polly's going to give McGregor a payday that no. that's worth it. You know what I'm saying? It's a fight with Polly wouldn't even cover the sponsorship cost that he earns. You know what I'm saying? Very true. So now, doghouse rules. This this changes it. This, this is the last man standing. This changes it up. Now so somebody quits or somebody gets knocked out. Now the great Max Kellerman stated about on August second, I want to say that he had this prediction that something was going to come out of Mayweather's camp to help sell the fight more because ticket sales were a little stale. It's got to be hard to spend three four grand in first ten row seating. It's got to be hard to spend five hundred bucks, you know, in, in the midsection, or even two, three hundred, and then one hundred fifty for nosebleed. That's rough to spend. I love the sport of boxing, and I would only spend one hundred fifty for the nosebleed because I know I'm gonna get down closer because I know what to do because I've been in the game. Now, it's it's funny when predictions come true because what happened today? They announced Nevada State Commission has a rule. That 10 ounce gloves for 154 pounds or higher is always, that's just always the rule. And that's always been the rule for, it seems like most states. I've done my investigation. Now, I thought this was a rule that came into place when they went down from 15 to 12 rounds with Ray Bubu Mancini. And I could be correct on this one, too. Why did be- they go down from 15 to 12 rounds? Well, Ray Bubu Mancini killed a man in the ring. 
basically. Uh, the guy died shortly right after the fight um, due to head trauma. Uh, the dude was having, I guess, uh, crazy reactions after the, about the 13th round is when he was seeming a little off. But fighters, you got a fighter in your corner as your trainer, and you got a fighter there. And I'm going to let you die in the shield, right? So, so I'm gonna be they, like, said, they said that, oh, man, this guy died. Let's shave nine minutes off here, man. We can't have people dying out here. So it's yeah, just... We've only had one or two die since. <laughs> I mean, so, far, so far, the track record's pretty good. That sets two every 15 years. Not bad, right? Not bad. Not bad at all. It's a one hot album every 10-year average. Hey, hey. Everybody can say what they want about Ether. The breakover predicted it. The takeover predicted it. That's all I know. He predicted it before it happened. Now, but 8-ounce gloves now. So Nevada State went against its own regulation rules to give 8-ounce gloves for... Conor McGregor Mayweather. And I, I've already started getting texts and tweets. Don't you be... I ain't boring you. I already got texts like and tweets about this. Like oxygen to the brain. Yeah, take another shot. Um, about this. And there, and people are going nuts now because like, oh my God, this is going to help McGregor. This is going to help McGregor. But, no. No. This is going <laughs> to... No, no. This means Floyd's going to be punching faster and probably hitting harder. Right? Yeah. He's going he's gonna to be hitting harder. And this almost guarantees a knockout for Floyd, I think. He should have. He he promised us. He promised us to make up for mm-hmm. the May pack, the Mayweather Pacquiao fight. So that wasn't exciting. He boxed, and he said that he's looking to. He's looking to end it. I thought one. it was a great fight. But I thought it was a great fight too. But it's, we knew what to expect on that. But at the same time, is I know the tactics too. So this is what I'm. This is what I'm expecting Mayweather Pacquiao to be. This I'm expecting to knock out this one. This is what I'm hoping for, and it better be nothing short of that. I think Mayweather's gonna stand in the center of the ring, just like he did Canelo. Mm-hmm. And he's going to work this boy up. Now, the only thing that I'm worried about is those angles. As someone who's done martial arts, there's certain angles that you learn and know. And if he switches up those stances, his chances to win increase. And that's about it. If you're going to bet money, the best odds right now, I believe, are, are on a draw. 50000 to 1. 100 gets you five grand. If you're going to bet the money, take the chances and try to go for broke. That's all I'm going to say. And make sure if you do, you give your boy a cut or I'll come collect it later. Now, they also announced a referee for the fight, Robert Bird. You know who Robert Bird is? I know of Robert Bird. I know I've seen him, the, uh, the old black guy. Old black dude with the white hair. Yep. So this is good for me because it's not weak-ass weeks. And it's not Richard Steele, who, who's blown a couple. It's not Sergio Morrow, who's blown a couple. Um, I wouldn't have mind Crazy Eyes. And I wouldn't have mind Kenny Bayless. But Richard, Robert Bird is good because he, he's a veteran. And he's not going to let anything go crazy. He's not going to let McGregor go nuts, get in there. And he'll even check... Mayweather on his elbows, so I think that's good. Nobody's now, ever checked Mayweather on his elbows. Best elbows in boxing, maybe. Hands that's, down. Hey, that's why I think he has a shot in MMA. But check it out. Now let's talk about some real freaking boxing. Enough about the spectacle. Enough about this 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 event. And the only reason why we discuss it because this is a once in a lifetime moment, and we do it just for the memories. And it's a chance to talk a little smack. So hit us up on Talking Smack 101 at Twitter.com. Don't forget to download that Squared Circle app. It's available in Google Play and, make, and iTunes. And make sure you follow us on Instagram. Um, we got Square Circle, Square Circle 101. And also um, Shooter underscore Square Circle 101. And on Instagram and also, um, I don't remember. On what Gmail, the hell that's what it is. It is. G- Leave the promotions to me, buddy. Yeah, you're right. Leave you're right. the promotions to me. That's what I'm here for. Now, let's talk about some real boxing. Okay, so we got a lot of fights coming up this weekend. It was great. That's what we talked about in the beginning. It's a lot of fights happening on a national but, holiday, actually. Yeah, on a, is it a national holiday? Yes, it is. It's my birthday. You know what? Hey. Hey. Right. Everybody right. give my man a round of applause. That's right. It's your bir- That's right. Your yeah. birthday is on Saturday. I'm getting so old. Well, let me get the 10 count. Watch. Yeah, so. Pretty soon. Um, 
a lot of fights, but honestly, I don't think there's going to be a lot of quality. A lot of the, from what I looked up and what I researched, a lot of lambs to the slaughter. Yeah. So a lot. So it's going to be a lot I, of fights. I feel like this is like, this is a. This reminds me of like if your girlfriend forgot your birthday and they were trying to make it up to you by giving you more the Blow next job. year. Yeah, two. Okay. One. Same thing, right? Last what we had Vasil Lomachenko. There's only two fights supposed to be televised. Yeah. We got to see one of them if you watched it live. If you tried to record it, it didn't even happen. Shout out to ESPN for messing that up so again. So I think ESPN and Top Break is like, hey, okay, this is what we could do. Maybe we should try to televise six. Because if we don't get, if we get at least three or four, we still got it right. Because that's how many is on this fight card. There's no way they're televising six fights. But if we, if, if they try to televise at least four of them. You gotta do a better job than you did last week. You got to do a better job. I'm sorry. So, two we're, weeks so ago. where are we starting with? Who are we starting with? Let's talk about Brian Jennings. This right. is a possible. He could have been a possible ten man nominee for the 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 performance he did against Luis Ortiz. I believe was his last fight. If you want to double check that for me, he's going against Daniel March. To me, I'm I'm reading I'm reading between the lines here. What this is about. Because the next one I want to talk about, I believe this is setting uh, up just for this next matchup here. Give you one quick second. So, there we go. Brian Jennings. Who was his last fight? Brian Jennings was Luis Ortiz and uh, Klitschko. Embarrassing. That, though, so. Embarrassing performance. So, I mean, I wouldn't give him the 10-man nominee just for the simple fact of Luis Ortiz is a formidable foe and he's a scary man in that ring so there but he did not do enough to even warrant it what you call it a fight man it doesn't look like Luis Ortiz is a big dude and he didn't even look like he sweated in that fight not at all so and he was he was terrified he was terrified it just basically ran it it was horrible performance horrible performance by Brian Jennings who was once a, a top prospect and a and a good for getting you rounds and good for presenting a challenge. So Daniel Mars, the guy that he's fought, uh, he's fighting 15 and four, 12 knockouts. He's been knocked out three times. So it's, uh, try to find some highlights on him. And it doesn't look like nothing impressive. I'm pretty Brian sure there's a highlight of him getting knocked out by Deontay Wilder. Of course. I'm pretty sure that's a highlight in there. Well, if you go against Deontay Wilder, you pretty much become a highlight. But nah, what, this, uh, hold on. You talking about Daniel Martz? No, I'm talking about uh, Brian, Brian Jennings. Jennings. Daniel Martz is slaughtered to the land, right? Yeah, no, What's he's a slaughtered to the, he's the 15 and 4. But so, no, nah, Brian Jennings, he lost to Luis Ortiz and Klitschko. Now, I'm going to say Daniel Martz possibly just, they found this brother probably sparring in the same gym. Because the next on this card is Dylan White and Malcolm Tan, right? Look up Malcolm Tan real quick. I sure did. He's twenty four and five. Okay, so what's Dylan White's record? Uh, twenty and one. Dylan White had a great fight with Derek Chisora. He's definitely an up and coming heavyweight. They wanted to match him up originally against Michael Grant. The difference in this is is we got four fighters that we named, two of them with an actual name and reputation, right? That yep. we've even heard of, and even the boxing casual fan may have heard of, or at least is aware of them. Or if they saw him, like yeah, I remember him. Because I see this as just simple. This is simply Bob Arum doing what he does, trying to set up the next matchup. And and he's putting these two guys on here. Whether they get televised or not, I guarantee they will be fighting each other next. I'm sh- Shazam. I, I just predicted the future. It's amazing. It's weird. You got chills yet? We'll, we'll see. We'll see. You're wrong a lot, so hopefully you're all right. What do you call a Mexican midget? A paragraph. He's too short to be an essay. No? Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? Are you are you with me yet? Are you with me yet? Dylan White. I need this to be over. 
<laughs> Speaking about essays, let's talk about Mike Alvarado. Mike Alvarado has had three great fights with Brandon Rios. Three epic fights in there. At least the first two were epic for sure. Because um, he won the second one, lost the first one, got knocked out in the third one. Then he had a chance for redemption and got worked by Juan Manuel Marquez. Yep. And he, then he got worked by Provodikov in his hometown. He quit on the stool. Uh-huh. So this is a guy, I, I don't know if he's in here still trying to fight for his career. This is a dude I've seen come back from losing fights to win and, and showing the heart he of a champion. He also has a Breedis Prescott and a Mauricio Herrera. Dude, uh, the Breedis Prescott here. was the biggest win ever. He has cut on both eyes, losing the fight, came back, and knocked him out in the later rounds. That was his, showed the, char- the heart of a champion. Then he had the Brandon Rios battles. That's going to take a lot out of you. Sure is. Fight against Provodigov, that's going to take a lot out of you. But I'm, he didn't tar- show I'm tired of even heart. saying those names and even watching the fight, just thinking about it in my head. The, right, it's exhausting thinking about these really, dudes just really coming is. forward for you. They're coming forward for you nonstop. And he's fighting a guy, Sidney Sequera. Sequera? Sequera. Sequera. Whatever. Now, we're going to bring those names back up here in a second. Now, 26, Nick, 26 and 12, 17 knockouts, and he got knocked out five times. So Crazy. Um, what? Yeah, so. What? What? So Mike Alvarado could be in a moment to get set up for a nice little tune-up fight, maybe build some confidence in for a bigger fight. Who could that bigger fight be that Top Rank wants to use? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll see. Well, I want to see Michael Varado do good. I want him to do good because I like the I like the Mile High kid. He, you know, th- there was two states first legalized it's, it. It's, it was Washington and Denver or Den- uh, Washington and Colorado. So I want to see the Mile High kid live on that high horse again and it, get a chance at redemption. But it is kind of hard to say what is uh, Michael Varado going to do. He's in the toughest division in boxing. He's in the welterweight division. <sighs> so what 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 can you really have him for? Another t- uh, title shot? Chance, what's how old is he? Look up his age real quick. How old is he? Because he is in the toughest division. Thirty-seven. He's great for matchups. Um, I can how, fight him but apparently. How much, but how much life does he have left in him? That's the same question. We're, I you know, we're definitely going to we're definitely going to see. Question every day when I wake up, young brother. Yeah. Now we're definitely going to see what day. he has after this weekend, and then then once that happens, we're going to see we're going to see where he goes from here. But thirty-seven man, he's long in the tooth for boxing. We're talking about Mayweather's long in the tooth at thirty-nine, right? And that's guy who's in, who's in the best shape yeah. of all. He's probably one of the best, you know, in shape. Between Alvarado and Mayweather is Alvarado took his time uh, when he was number one in the city and town. I'm pretty sure he partied and enjoyed it when Mayweather did it. And that's yeah. going to be the difference in that longevity. Exactly. Now, first would be, the next one is going to be who should be the original 10-man winner. Yeah. But the award was not out yet. Um, Nicholas Walters was first to, was supposed to fight Arturo Reyes. Or, I could be wrong on that last name, but the fight called off today because of the fever. Which? Because of the fever. Because of the fever on whose part? Probably heat fever. From uh, hanging out in Las Vegas because it's too hot and wet and wild where you're drinking, possibly heat stroke. Yeah. It would be it would be kind of I like to see where our fighters come back off of losses to kind of see where their heads at and what they're actually going to do. What time? So. Of the, it, it's August still, right? It's, it is August. This is not flu season, is that correct? Uh, I didn't know there was an actual season for it. Flu season is typically right when you're going from summer to fall to the winter. Oh, it sounds like another uh, flu shot virus conspiracy. Because it is. But so for him to have, I'm convinced he has a fever just like I'm convinced Kyle Frampton's opponent slipped in the shower a couple couple weeks ago. 
I'm convinced. Yeah, that's how much I believe that one. Now, next on this card is Mike Indeed Reed. Now, if you don't know who Mike Indeed Reed is, he's 22 and with 12 knockouts and undefeated. Um, I believe he's, I want to say light welterweight, 140. What is he? Let me know. Pull it up. Let me know. Let me know. And I'm about welterweight. To, welterweight, 147. Now I'm about to break down the, the top rank conspiracy. The last name we mentioned was what, Mike Alvarado? Mm-hmm. What 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 uh what what weight division? One forty seven, right? Yes, correct. Now Mike Reed is fighting Robert Frankel. This guy's got twelve losses, I believe, out of how many wins? He has thirty five wins and seventeen losses. Now go to Mike go to Mike Reed uh, go to Mike Reed's wins uh, real quick on his record. Twenty two and zero. Uh, scroll 12. down to I I want to say four or five fights ago, and there should be a name in there that kind of sticks out. Starts with an S. Samuel Amaiko. Sydney. Sequoia? No, you got a Sydney Sequoia. Who's fighting? Who's Mike Alvarado fighting? Sydney Sequoia. Hey, I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Should we check the walls? What, are they, are what, they watching what, everywhere? What is the conspiracy on that? Well, Mike Alvarado. Who, who do you think Mike Reed's next opponent's going to be after Mike Alvarado wins? Mike, Mike Alvarado. Now what does that happen? Mike Reed now will have a former champion on his record. After he beats Mike Alvarado, after he beats Robert Frankel. Now, the best shot that Robert Frankel has is if you look at his losses and wins, a lot of them are majority decision. So that means this brother he comes, boxes. To, he comes to fight, he comes to box, and he's going to make you earn it. 35 wins, only 7 knockouts. He boxes. He boxes. So he's going to make you earn it. He's going to go to distance. Um, I don't see Mike Reed getting a knockout on it, but this veteran is going to make him work and earn it. You don't, sure. you don't think he's going to get a... You don't think he's going to get a knockout? If time catches up with him, it might. But it, it, half of his punches, right? Half of his fights right now are by knockout. He wasn't too impressive in his last fight that I watched against. I want to say something Sanchez. Reyes Sanchez. I wasn't too impressed with that last one. He got the decision on it, but didn't show me anything. Nothing spectacular. No upper echelon skills. Nothing that's going to catapult this man. I like to him the because next level. I like him because he lets his hands go yeah. and he boxes. He's southpaw. He. I don't know if he. I don't think he has knockout power, but he has really. He him letting his hands go in his boxing, his IQ looks like he could get him out of there. So no, he, he, he'll definitely win. Skills. I think he's I think he'll skills. definitely win, but nothing too. We'll I, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I you know it's kind of hard for me to really tell because I don't have enough tape on him to really give you an, a good analyst of it. But I just hope I'm wrong. I hope that I'm wrong as far as for with these conspiracy theories that I have. But I'm very familiar with Top Rank and Bob Arum and how the way they do their matchups and how they build up their fighters. And it's a formula that, that everybody's kind of using. You'll, you'll see it kind of across the board with PBC, Ludabella, uh, all these promoters, even Golden Boy. They got to use this similar formula. They try to take their young and up-and-comer and they put them in with a, with a former champion who's still got some pop in them and a chance to win. Best example, Omar Figueroa. They put him in with a with a fit former champion who does CrossFit, Robert Guerrero, and we watched that man age in the ring, right? Yeah, he did. He did. That's the reason why he retired. Robert Guerrero retired right after because he knew he didn't have it in it. And he, Omar, Omar knew that that was easy work for him too. He knew what to do on that one. So we'll see if I'm right or wrong. Now this next fight is an actual fight and matchup that I'm excited for. Yes. Alexander. Gozdik. Gozdik versus Craig. Baker. What's his nickname? He had a dope nickname. Now, you got to have El a dope nickname. El Gato Negro. 
when your name is as the plain black, as the Craig, black cat. When your name is as plain as Craig Baker, you got to have a dope nickname, right? Nicholas Walters, the Axeman. Perfect example, right? So Alexander Guzdik, what's his record? He's undefeated right now. I think he's he's 13 and 0. 13 and 0. Now the Black Cat. He's 13 and 0 with 11 knockouts and then we got the <sighs> Craig Baker. He is 17 and 1 with 13 knockouts Ooh. and his only loss is to Edwin Rodriguez. La Bamba. La 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 la, la Bamba. Who only has one loss himself. Well, yeah, exactly. To uh, Michael Thomas Williams, I believe. But we're not talking about La Bamba, who is fighting on ESPN Deportes on August 18th. But there's nobody else in that card or lineup that is... Out of everybody that we ha- they have lined up this weekend, this is the only one that I can really see um, being a good fight. Yeah. I still got Alexander Gozdick. See, I'm going against a black guy, so you know that I'm not racist that much. So you're taking Alexander? This, I'm taking Alexander. Okay, okay, good. I want to. I like. It's the name. I gotta go for the nickname. You gotta go with the nickname. I gotta go with the nickname because we don't get good nicknames anymore. He has as many knockouts as Alexander has Scott fights. Wins. So yeah. you know. So you know that. You never but know. Well, we. I, I think we're guaranteed action packed. We're guaranteed action packed, and especially when you come against a loss against Edwin Rodriguez, that kind of gets you a little bit more motivated. It's just like, hey, I have fought the cream of the crop, and I have fought some of the best. So that's a great. You point. take that. You take that. You do what Canelo did, and just you build on that. And you get better, and you get better in the ring, and you, and you use that skill to know that you deserve to be there for sure. Yeah. And we're going to find out, because Alexander Guzdik is, is part of this Eastern European invasion that's happening right now. And who's his trainer? Abel Sanchez? No, Lomachenko's trainer. That's correct. His dad, Lomachenko's dad, that is mm-hmm. his trainer. They all come from the same camp, oh, too. Okay. So iron sharpens iron, so uh, I'm going strictly off the trainer, so... So these are either this is either a great trainer trainer with a great camp, or we got a bunch of sleeper cells in here that are still mad about the '80s. So we'll <laughs> soon find out how this is gonna work out. Um, hopefully, I, I get a lie, man. That hammer and sickle was really cool on that flag, and red is my favorite cover. But I'm still a patriot first. I, man, Craig Baker, come on, come on. Say his name again. I wanna. I don't. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna damage his name or just you know. El Gato root. Negro. El Gato Negro. If it doesn't work in the ring, it's definitely going to work in bed, baby. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I see where you're you're going over there, man. Go ahead. That's right. This is a show for everybody. Bring your kids. Bring your family. Alexander Guzik is the name to watch out for. Remember, you heard it here first. If not, you'll definitely remember the Black Cat Wing. Talk about fireworks, baby. Now, the main event is a unified championship fight. Uh Uh-huh. The last unified champion... Was Bernard Hopkins? B Hop, the alien, the executioner. And, and, and I want to say 160 or 168 pounds. He had all four titles. For those who don't know, there's four world governing bodies for championships in boxing. There's WBC, there's WBA, there's WBO, and there's IBF. And the IBF. Those are the four. The last one to have all four, West Side, was Bernard Hopkins. He mm-hmm. was from Philly. So now we have a chance for history, for American history, and at least history in our lifetime. Because even because even Andre Ward only has three. Because you have Donna Stevens. Donna Stevens has the WBC belt. He's holding it hostage. Yep. Holding it hostage. Now what we have here, if you want to experience and witness greatness, one of the things I'm grateful in life is the fact that I got to wa- I got to grow up watching Michael Jordan play. Uh-huh. I got to grow up watching Kobe Bryant play. From the time they entered the league to the time they left the league, right? I, I got to see the end of Magic and Bird. 
I got to see maybe a little bit of Kareem that I don't remember. You know, the, you know when Kareem was in the NCAA, they, they made dunks. They didn't allow dunks. Yeah, not in the warm-ups. Right. Yeah, and, and also not in the. Yeah, also not in the game. Of course, because it was intimidating. Yeah. Why am I asking? Sorry, though. What's Kareem's real name? Hmm? What's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Al Center. Come on, man. man. Come on, baby. You know, Come, on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Who was his? Uh, who was his greatest opponent? Uh, shoot. <laughs> Earl the Goat Man of Goat. Oh, that, now that's a nickname right there. That's a nickname right there. Yeah, that's what baby. I'm talking about. Uh-huh. This, is, this is what we need to focus on. Forget the rest of this. We need to focus on nicknames, guys, because I believe your nickname could determine your future. We're gonna, when, I'm, that's what, when I go to Thailand, I'm going to start managing these guys. I'm going to look at them like, what's your nickname? If they come to me with something cheesy, I'm like, next. <laughs> go back to the line. Go kick the... What if they, what if they tell you... Nah, son, I'm taking over. When you, and they just hold you hostage. Some little 12-year-old kid just holds you by your shirt. That's when you need to come in. That's, what I, that's, that's when I That's when you got to be the big, intimidating black dude, man. Come on, bro. You got to do the Eddie Murphy thing, man. Just be loud and intimidating. I'm standing in the back like Bolo. You just like, bump some rap music or something. You oh know what I'm saying? It's a memo P. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But this is the opportunity to witness greatness. It, it, just like the reason why we talk about May Mac is because this is a moment in American history American history. This is not European history. This is not Asian history. This is not African history. This is not Australian. This is out of the seven continents that's happened in our, our continent, the May Mac history. Terrence Crawford, to me, should be the number one pound for pound. Yes, sir. But should his, be. his resume isn't quite there it's not yet. Because Victor Postal is a great win. Great, great. People don't even understand how big of a win that is. It's a, it's a great win. And then who did he uh, fight right before that? Um, the guy we we just talked about that Hank Lundy, uh, not even Hank Lundy, the other one, the Cuban Cuban oh, guy. Oh, Puerto after Rican. him, he fought Felix Diaz. Yeah, Felix the Diaz, the only Cuban boxer to win a gold medal. Who was calling in the man in the fight? I was like, bro. So we were. So I was talking to Firstborn about this, and he was just like, why don't? Why isn't Terrence? He was like, I think Terrence Crawford should be. He was like, why don't you have Terrence Crawford or Triple G or Canelo, anybody as number one pound for pound? The reason why I told him is because none of those guys have what Andre Ward has, which is a Sergey Kovalev under his belt. You don't have nobody. Super six tournament. Yes, you don't have nobody of that magnitude that they've beaten. There's nobody that's pivotal in Terrence Crawford's career that he's beaten. Victor Postal is it, but the fact that he made that so bad, yeah. he like the he thing worked is, him. he you, worked him bad. You made you made it look too easy for your own benefit, man. That's why nobody likes fighting you. Yep. Yep. I love Terrence yeah, that's Crawford. Why, that's, I love Terrence that's Crawford. That's why I went man. off on this. I look I tried I try to stay away from these boxing comments and forums. And one dude was like who actually tried to say Terrence Crawford didn't have a fan friendly style. They're an and idiot. That, that you're, you're blows an idiot. my mind. I, I can only I can only handle a little. I, I've been getting better at responding. You do most of the responses to this, but I've been getting better at responding because it's something, just like how I handle things in real life. If you say something crooked or something off, I'm going to lose it. I'm No, that, that's it. So, so I've no, seen no, it. here. I've so, seen no, it. No, <laughs> no, so check this out. So check this out. So, you know, I go to church on a daily basis, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always in church and all that. You know, I'm not going to say where it is, not going to say what I do you in there. You got to make up for the last six days. Yeah, you got to make up for the last six days. No, but check this out. If you discuss religion with me, I don't discuss religion or any of that because religion and hip hop. Religion, hip. You don't discuss because if you say something that offends me, I might take off and hit you, and that's not very Christian like. And I can't do that. I can't do that. So a lot of times, I don't even enter those conversations just because of what I might do. So I know myself to a T. I'm pretty level headed, 
but at the same time, I do have an off switch and I have to stay away from certain things. So thank you for being in those forums. I can only answer certain things. But if I hear that something like Terrence Crawford doesn't have a fr- fan friendly fight, I'm like, what other I'm, we can go down the list of champions right now. Right. And you can and there's that list of who's going to be better than him as far as fan friendly. Are you going to like, you know what? We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're gonna so do this right now. Deontay Wilder. He's got a couple good wins. Uh, Anthony, he didn't he didn't Anthony, beat the best. Look, he didn't look, beat Klitschko. Listen, listen, you know what? I'm not even going to do it one by one. I'm just going to ramble off these. Anthony Joshua, Joseph Parker, Maris Breedis, uh, Dennis Lebedev, uh, Marat Gassiv, Alexander Usyk, Adonis Stevenson, Andre Ward, um, George Groves, James DeGaulle, Andre Durrell, uh Triple G. <laughs> Triple G may be the one ahead of him, maybe. Maybe Canelo. Um, maybe maybe Canelo. Uh, Billy Joe Saunders, Jamar yeah. Chalo, Arizona Ilara, Jared yeah. Hurd, Keith yeah. Thurman, <laughs> Lamont Peterson, yep. Errol Spence, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, Errol Spence is not higher or even close to him on that pound-for-pound pound list. No. But as far as formidable competition, yes, we could talk it. Okay, so you know, I'm just going to let you know. I'm just going to let you know who you have this ahead of him on uh, Fan Friendly. Vasil Lomachenko. I'm going to say Triple G. More familiar? Maybe. No, I'm not even going to say. I'm not even going to say maybe. But up there, Javante Davis. He brings it. Oscar Valdez. I love watching him fight. Uh, you know, Chocolatito Gonzalez, but he's not even a champion no more. Let's take weight out of this real quick. But, oh. No, there's no, no, no. You, you Out of everybody you just named right now, though. If we if there was if everybody was the same size, Andre Ward is probably the only one who I think could probably beat everybody. Everybody. <laughs> and that's why he's pound for pound. That's why he's pound for pound right now. And people ask that, that's why he's pound for pound. Yeah. If everybody was the same size, even Terrence Crawford, I don't think he could do it. I don't think he could do it because Andre Ward is so smart. He's so he knows smart. How to, he knows how and, to take you out your game. And he's a grinder. Like, that's the thing is, out of all these fighters, we haven't seen what happens when they have to grind it out. Mm-hmm. Because I You've thought... You've seen it with the, Terrence I thought, Crawford. I, you, when, when have you seen it with Terrence Crawford? When, when he won he, his, when when he he won his to, first when, title, probably. And that was, well, when he beat Brett Prescott to line it up for his first title. And the Victor Postal fight, I thought, was is a lot more difficult than everybody thought, but he made it look easy. He made it look easy. He made it look super easy. Nah, man. He's... Oh, yeah, by no, the way... He didn't, gri- he didn't grind uh, that out, I, man. I'm sorry. By the way, he's fighting Julius Indongo. Since we did not mention that, oh. yet. and I don't, and I don't want to. God dang it! I gotta knock on some wood here because I don't want to jinx my man here because one punch can change it all. It really and Julius can. Ndongo is the guy that nobody talks about. He's not even. We he's not even supposed talk to be here. It. He's not supposed to be here at all. He he wasn't supposed to be Ricky Burns or whoever else he got the title from. Let's let's pull his record real quick. Okay, yeah, Ricky Burns. And that's the only name that's worth mentioning on there. Yeah, we recognize, or even yeah. anybody no, else. No, you got a Edward uh, Travinovsky, Tro, Troyonov, Travinovsky, who was twenty five and zero when he beat him. Okay, that's a he good did one. beat. Yeah, he did beat Ricky Burns. But other than that, though, no. Um, my boy, my boy Al, Alex, he was hit me up about this. He was like, "Hey, man, what about the Julie Sandongo fight?" I was like, "It's look, it's he's a, he's he's not a world champion by accident." Okay, he's we'll, not. We'll say that. But so because time, of that, he he'll always have. A shot, a puncher's chance, of course, because it's boxing. One punch can change it all. The but, difference when is, but when your record is twenty-two and zero with only eleven knockouts, and you're going against Terence Crawford, boxing is your boxing is how you win. And depending, like Floyd Mayweather's 
Vasily Lomachenko, yeah. the Andre Wards. If you box, you have to have some power behind that to keep these guys off of you. To make you them don't respect have that, to make them respect you that. You gotta make them respect it, for sure. Your records, your knockout power, your knockout percentage doesn't show that you have that. Because the first thing that's gonna happen when he steps into the ring is he's gonna think he's gonna have to walk Crawford down. And that's your first mistake right there. Is to think you can walk him down. Because when you try to walk him down, he's gonna switch it up on you, hit you on both sides, and then he's gonna start walking you down. And when he starts walking you down, it's just a matter of time. And then we're betting on what round you're gonna be knocked out. That's all but we're betting. You, do. It's, you get it knocked out, it's not even dictated on Terrence Crawford. It's dictated on his corner. When they tell him to turn it up, that's when he does, and that's when you end up getting finished, man. Terrence Crawford is so disciplined. And I hate to disrespect any fighter because, yes, you are a man, and yes, this is what you do for a living. But, man, it's you saw it took us. We, we touched on Terrence Crawford for five minutes and forgot to mention his opponent. Opponent, yep, because he's that good. He's that, or he's that good, and he's that impressive. And... I'm, I'm also I'm also glad, assuming ESPN is going to get it right this time. There's no football games or no Jerry Jones speeches. There's no old plantation owner speeches that we're going to have to sit through <laughs> or to ruin my DVR recordings. If they if if there's another rally, I'm going to be really mad, really upset if that gets the news over this fight on this one. That's for sure because Terrence Crawford. It, to let me, me I, let me let me tell you how let me you know I got two jobs let me tell you how how important this fight is to to me and Terrence Crawford and Julius Ndongo I didn't even request it off because I know the outcome of this fight I I have no problem watching the replay because I literally know what's going to happen did you request already. September sixteenth off duh okay we'll discuss that in a second so no I already know what's going to happen we all know what's going to happen Terrence Crawford is just that good that's the number that's the main reason why he's number two pound for pound. And the only reason why he's number number one, it has nothing to do with him. So that, that's the thing. It has to do with how how well he's done with his opponents. So we're going to watch this. We're just basically predicting rounds. What round would you say? Eighth round. Eighth round? That's, that's, his, that's his number. Eighth round seems to be his favorite number. That's when he likes, his, he likes to do it. He never likes to go Let's say he gets eight. him out in six. Okay, okay. I'm I, going six. I'm, I'm going to give him a little respect because he is a champion. I'm going to say eight rounds. Um, but he's fighting Terrence Crawford. <laughs> so, so that's the thing about it is now, unless he runs and even then who do you think he's going to be more worried now because if, once Terrence Crawford gets all four of these belts one four there's no point in staying here right? we've been talking we've been talking about this Many since times. we started this show there's no he has points to, he has to go he has to go to 147 he has to if you're Keith Thurman if you're Danny Garcia Lamont Peterson Errol Spence even if, if Sean Porter if you're any of these fighters how you how are you gonna feel when he lets all four of these belts he just got go? Now I, I assume he's gonna enjoy it a little bit. He's gonna take all four home, maybe go out through the weekend, maybe even for a month. But then after that, after that's done, it's time to get back to work. And the minute it gets announced that he's moving up in weight, how do you think they're gonna feel? Because they have to be scared. They have they to have be worried. To. You, know, right? you know why they have to be scared? I'm going to tell you exactly why they have to be scared. Hold on. Let me. Let and me, we're not let just typing this, this man up. No, no this if is, you guys have seen this him. This is no. not the Terrence, fan, the Terrence Crawford fan club. If you want to subscribe, go to facebook.com forward slash Circle 101, though. So let me, tell you, let me tell you why he has to be scared. Because remember how hyped we were for the Keith Thurman Danny Garcia fight? And both of those guys are really timid. It wasn't the action packed fight like we thought it was going to be. The first half of it was. The first half. The way that, in the way that Keith Thurman handled Sean Porter, what Sean, 
That was the action. The, 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 yeah, and the way that Danny Garcia handled Lucas Matisse, the way that Adrian Broner gets handled, the way that uh, Carlos Molina, Sam Eggington, the way that all these Lamont Peterson, the way that he got, the way he got handled by Danny Garcia. Now, Terrence Crawford's better than all these guys. Every single one of them. Like he's better than every single. He's he's more smarter and he has just as much power as Keith Thurman, so he can do exactly what he can do, what he did to Danny Garcia and Sean Porter. He'll he'll smack Lucas Matisse if he wanted to. Earl Spence is the only one, and I still don't think he has enough under his belt to do it. Everybody should be scared in this division yeah. if you're holding on to your belts. Everybody, you know, somebody's going to have to give it up eventually. But I wouldn't. I think they, if if anybody's there, they got they got to be they got to they have to recognize the skill and talent. I'm not going to say they're scared. They got to be intimidated and feel a little nervous, which is good. You got to have that in the sport. They could just pull it to Donna Stevenson and just try to hold on to the title and take every, to hold it hostage. Jeff Hornet, just stay in, just stay in Australia. Yeah, just stay in Australia. Be school teacher, but hey, you, you want to? The thing is, I would uh, hate it. I just had a prediction. Yeah, Jeff Hornet's gonna be Pacquiao again in November. Terrence Crawford's first title. Is gonna he's gonna take Jeff Hornet. He's gonna go to Australia. He's gonna beat Jeff Hornet. Ah, the conspiracies are there. How do I know this? I don't know. It's weird. It's crazy. But let's talk about T Bud. This weekend, once he makes history and have all four of these belts, it's going to be insane. It's going to be crazy. It, it, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be insane. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be great. It's going to be stupendous. Let's make boxing great again. Now, toe-to-toe Tuesday is coming up on there. This is a Mayweather card. Um, there's a lot of names on this card. It was supposed. To, I thought it was supposed to be Mickey Bay and Anthony Peterson, but now they don't seem to be on the bill. I sent them a tweet, no response back. Uh, but they got Juan Piano on there. My man Ishe Smith, the first world champion from Las Vegas, is going to be on there. Um, Jamel Herring and also Jay Leon Love. So this looks like an all Mayweather card. Um, after Mayweather gets done with this fight, I hope he get, focuses on his fighters because obviously uh, I feel like he's not really handling their careers that much. I, I feel like he's using them to keep his bankroll going. Kind of like, kind of like Puff Daddy. That's how I feel Mayweather's doing it, just like like making the band type thing. Are you saying that Mayweather's not Puff Daddy? Or-